Hey everyone, this is Joe. Uh, Joe Batanz, I don't know if you ever heard of me. And uh, I just wanted to do an introduction before this episode. Um, you know, this is a brand new podcast. And when you start a brand new podcast with people who don't usually do this kind of podcast together and it's a whole bunch of things, you're trying to work shit out. And uh, after this episode was done, finished, episode two, I called Lawson. I didn't want to involve Boo Hacker because that's a whole other can of worms. And I said, look, I don't like how this show is going. I don't like it. Uh, and so he and I discussed on the phone how to retool it. <clears throat> and if you didn't listen live, episodes three and four are much better than this episode. And I think episode four is the best one we've done so far. Episode three is better than this one. And so it's only getting better as we learn what works and what doesn't work. But I want to do a little bit of an introduction because listen to this episode. But just so you know, I feel like this episode is strangely like heavy. I don't know why. I think I don't know what to do. Mike doesn't know his role. Boo Hecker's trying to be the trivia queen of Golden Girls. So it's three people who don't really know what their role is on the show and what the vibe is supposed to be. And so... I just wanted to give an introduction to let you know that, but that on episodes three and four, uh, it, it gets better. So in order to promote that, uh, in about an hour after this is released, you're going to get episode three as well. So I'm, I'm doing double duty. Episode two and then episode three. So uh, don't give up on this show. It's, episode three is funnier than episode two and one. And episode four is so funny, right? And we're going to record four more this weekend, and those will be funny too. So, all right. So, that little bit of an introduction there, and uh, enjoy the show. Thank you for being friends. Oh, 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 yeah. Down the road back hey, so we started from the bottom, now we're here, girl. Oh, yeah. Well, and I come this is my butt right here. Welcome to Shady Pines, a limited series from Afterthought Media where three gay men recap the Golden Girls season one. Uh, people don't know this, but uh, my first person I'm going to bring on is singing that live every time we do it. It's uh, from the podcast Cocktails and Cream Puffs. Give a warm Miami welcome to Joey Boohecker. Hello, Joey. Uh, hi, everybody. I love that. I don't always love it at the beginning when he starts, but when he gets into that, I'm so jealous of somebody who is able to like... Do that mm -hmm. to just to what, scat with what? their voice like do, that. I'm what, so what do you jealous. Mean? Do what, Boo Hecker specifically? Don't be a dick. He has he has a really incredible voice, and I just love the way he scats with it. I think it's amazing. Speaking of scat from the podcast, <laughs> co oh, not you from podcast catching up. Please say, um, shut up, Rose, to Mike Lawson. Hello, Mike. Hey, good to see you. Nice to actually see you too. We're doing we have video kind of connected with Yeah, is and really Mike even has lighting and everything. Yeah, well I'm doing all the video conference bullshit. Mm -hmm. So like I've arranged my space so that like this is good and then the cone right behind me is clean. Yeah. The rest oh. of the shit is really Show bad. me the rest of the room. I already <laughs> see on the edge I see the glasses next uh, to it. The computer doesn't move or something. Right. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, now, you know, everyone should know that this morning we tried to record this episode and Joey, Bo I don't know what Joey did, but when we were doing it, his, like I was telling, um, 
uh, a, a person on another show that this is what it sounded like. Can you guys hear me? What I've got? Is it, is it, well, how about this? Let me try this. But I couldn't hear that, so I didn't know. I'm sorry. And then all of a sudden he goes, "Can we try it again?" No, you knew what was going on because then Lawson, listen to me. Later he goes, "Let's try it again." Sounds perfect. It's like I really didn't. I would have liked to got this done earlier today. <laughs> what did you fix? Well, we Nothing. I just I it. just unplugged and replugged the cords. There was just something that was not connected right. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not, you know. Remember this up. for next time. I will be honest with you. I tried to get um, uh, a friend of the show, Adam Burns. I go, can you help Joey? He goes, no. No. He goes, I've <laughs> done it too many times and it just never works out. <laughs> and I was like, oh, all right. So here we are, season one, episode two mm-hmm. of not only Shady Pines, the limited podcast recap of the golden girls but we're also talking about mm-hmm. coincidentally yeah. season one episode two yeah guess who's uh, coming to the, the wedding girls. Yeah. yeah that's right guess who's coming to the wedding uh all right well let's just jump right into it uh dorothy's daughter you know i'm actually just gonna read the whole episode then we'll talk dorothy's daughter kate comes to miami with news that she's engaged to a podiatrist named dennis who i'm gonna stop right here hi she didn't say a podiatrist. She says a doctor. Yeah, but we She's learned. Stupid. Stupid. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. This so 80s hot. Am I wrong? Yeah, no. Not wrong at all. Kind of like a young Tom Hanks, but hot. Yeah. Here's but, the thing. Uh, There's two records played in this. This is the hotter of the two. And the thing, though, is this one, though, couldn't act. Like, Dorothy would ask him questions, yeah. and he'd just smile. And, uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I know. I knew there were two daughters, but the, the, we see we see the second doctor as well. Yeah, we see a different Dennis because there's a later episode where Dennis has an affair. Yeah. So it's a completely different actress who plays her daughter, mm-hmm. but it's an older, he's a little older. They're both older. She looks completely different. What I like about this actress, sorry, we're not even gotten to the thing, but this one actually looks kind of like she could be B. Arthur's daughter and Stan's daughter. Like yes, she looks more right. like it. They, they, she she does looks have 80s hot too. Like, I don't think that it's something that would translate to today. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe today, but not. 15 well, years ago you know how you later know I mean? like we she see, grew out of it later we see older we see dorothy younger the actress uh, who played dorothy those, younger those are always the worst and episodes she, and she looks a lot like that actress that came back that that yeah. actress who plays younger dorothy nailed b arthur's mannerisms like nobody i've ever seen you're right i still hate those episodes i hate why what is boo hacker doing i stood Just up and adjusting moved. oh okay yeah, I, I just was, did like, leaving. oh um, huh. I don't. We, we, we maybe we'll get to them, but I hate those episodes. I, I, ugh, I always, I hate the oh, flashback I love those episodes. episodes. I, I hate the flashback episodes, and I hate the one. Well, it's always a flashback episode where they go to the, and that's when Estelle Getty gets to do put on her like, I, the, yeah. the way she really looks. And she, she has no, we'll, she doesn't put shit on. She just yeah. comes to work that day. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get there. But I think that part of that is like the reason I go to these shows are for comfort. Yeah. And the like, re- like you know, the joke is coming. You know, yeah. you know what I mean. Um, Kate dated Paul McCartney. Like you know that Rose joke <laughs> yeah, is gonna right. be there, and like yeah. you can rely on it. And then when they take you out of this apartment, it's or this house, it's not so good. Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, um, when we get there, we'll, we'll yeah, All maybe right. we'll change our opinions. Uh, no, we won't. All right. Now, Dorothy is thrilled, but her happiness quickly turns to anger when she realizes that her ex-husband Stanley has been invited to the wedding. 
after 38 yeah, years. Second of- anger, though, like the first anger, she was pissed that he's a podiatrist and not a real doctor. Oh, yeah, yeah. She was like, that was an intense anger for like a well, non. I think Sophia was more pissed. <laughs> well, if you think, I mean, we'll come back and we'll revisit this in little pieces. Okay. But like, no, but, but I'm just saying like. There are a lot of like almost like troubling, very dated moments of that part of the episode. Where oh, marrying a doctor in general is one yeah. of those. Yeah, and like, yeah. and she's he's a doctor, and like, but why couldn't she have been a doctor? Like, it's weird. Like that. That anyway, we'll come back to that. After thirty-eight years of marriage, Stan had left Dorothy for a younger woman. Dorothy threatens to make a scene at the reception, which places Rose and Blanche in the roles of peacemakers. During the reception, Sophia walks into Dorothy's bedroom to find her sulking about Stan. Sophia tells Dorothy if she's still mad at Stan, tell him once the party is over. When the reception is over, which, by the way, quickest departure of an entire wedding I've ever seen in my entire life. I noticed in the background that, like, even though, like, the, 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 the light, you know, it hadn't gotten darker. And the moment that Dorothy goes, everybody out, <laughs> they yeah. all left. Yeah, they're like, and bye, and they're all happy, just run. No one says bye to each other, they just all run out. And, of course, there's this, there's this stock black couple. Yeah, the stock black couple. <laughs> when the reception is over and the guests have all left except for Stan, Dorothy asks to talk to him privately on the lanai. Dorothy pulls off Stan's toupee and tells him uh, tells him off for walking out on her. We learn Stanley uses his lawyer to dump Dorothy and she reminds Stanley of all the things they did in 38 years. Stan tries to explain, but Dorothy throws him out. As soon as he leaves, the other girls run onto the lanai to comfort Dorothy as they share their condolences. Dorothy reveals that Stan left a part of him when he walked out. As the girls share their own interpretation of that statement, Dorothy clarifies that he left his toupee. All right, before we get into it, what were your thoughts in general on this episode, uh, Mr. Lawson? I mean, we're learning who they are. I feel mm-hmm. like they're finding, uh, you know, what they're supposed to be character-wise. Mm-hmm. Like, Blanche was finally, like, you saw, like, this a lot of sex kind of talk from her. Yeah. And her accent there, was there. Her accent was there. So, I mean, I'm feeling good about these still. I'm still enjoying watching them. So, mm-hmm. two mm-hmm. episodes in. All right. <laughs> Bew Hecker, what about you? What were your thoughts? This is not one of my favorite episodes, but it's frequently shown on, it's frequently shown. Mm -hmm. And it's the first time we meet Stan. And I think it's interesting to see the counterpart to see who Stan is. Mm -hmm. Um, I did say the thing about the, what I found is uh, Rue had finally found Blanche. Blanche was sexy. Blanche was obviously sexual Mm -hmm. and she was a Southern belle. We found that we, that really happened well. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is, they all have now taken their time. They don't have to worry about not getting picked up on the pilot. Mm-hmm. So the jokes aren't a mile a minute. Yeah, It's much smoother. They told this story with the beginning, middle, and the end. Mm-hmm. And it was still funny. I, I, I do enjoy the episode, but it's not one of my favorite. All right. Very good. But I do have some nitpick things when we get to it. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll take it like in the little chat, little like paragraph by paragraph. So in that first part is, yeah, uh, when it's uh, Dorothy's pacing by the door because the daughter hasn't arrived with the doctor yet um and then rose comes in and says where do you want to put these and she says go open a stand on the corner like that. <laughs> yes. and, and, and i i also feel an episode in the pilot by the way i feel that dorothy wasn't as uh snappy comeback like I, this is where we start to see like the like no go open a stand on the corner like i don't think that happened in the pilot i think we're seeing b arthur transition from maude yeah and trying to find the thing because the final monologue to me was a mod monologue as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. And it was also a for your consideration for the Emmy Award monologue. Yeah. I thought it was great that final oh, it, monologue. Oh no, but it's a great it's a great monologue. But what I'm saying is 
there's not many monologues as you think about the series going forward. Mm -hmm. And that's definitely one of the few times there is a monologue like that. Mm -hmm. All right. So anyway, go ahead. No, go keep going. I'm talking about late in the episode. Oh, uh, yeah. So I'm talking about. So right now it's the moment where the girls are waiting to meet the daughter, and the, yeah. the, the girls come Kate. together, and then Kate, and then Kate walks in, and then that's when she drops the bombshell that they're going to get married in the Bahamas. Now, I actually I'm very curious because as a Mexican, I'm like none of this would ever fly in my family. Anything that just happened here, but you guys are white. Would that fly if someone just, you just walked in and said, "Oh, we're getting married in the Bahamas"? In like a couple, like what? It's always been disturbing to me that as an Italian family, Sophia wasn't like, "Oh, great, I get to go to the Bahamas." I thought Sophia would be like, "But your family needs to be there." Um, and even Dorothy says that getting married in the Bahamas, no, you know. And I, I, but, but you have to understand this family has gone through um, a difficult break. And I think that's part of it. You know, I, the question that I always ask late, well, no, I think I already know the answer to it is right now, Stan doesn't live in, in Florida. Stan lives in Maui. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the questions I always wonder is what, what, how did Dorothy get to, how did Dorothy get to Florida? Okay. Um, why did she move to Florida? Mm-hmm. And when did she leave New York? When her and Stan got divorced, were they living in New York? Were they living in Florida? Because later they find out they also own a property in Florida. So those are certain questions that are interesting to me mm-hmm. um, that I, I've always wondered, I guess. So I thought it, I, I touched on this earlier that it was really weird. Yes. Oh, I thought I heard a breath. Like I was going to say something. Like, you're going to say something. Um, I thought it was really weird that like, again, we talked about it earlier that she was like, just so excited for the daughter to marry a doctor. Uh, did you guys have any thoughts on like how? how well, does, yeah, still would your parents? Thing. I don't think my parents would. I mean, maybe they would say something like, "Oh, he's got a good job." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that they would say like that. They would categorize the types of different good jobs. You know? Well, let's they ask care, this like, question. It's nineteen eighty six or eighty seven. Eighty five. I'm sorry. That makes it even better to my point. What is a good steady job? What is a job that you know is in demand that there's money? Because keeping how different the world was back then, I mean, I remember people all the time, oh, you want to grow up and marry a doctor or a lawyer. You want to be provided for. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I, at that time, I think that was a very common thing. Oh, my daughter, she married a doctor. But don't you think what I think, there's a lot of weird, there are a lot of weird choices in this scene in that okay i get the dorothy part my mom would probably be like oh he's a doctor you know I'd still but, marry a doctor yeah but she's super into it too the daughter when they go like tells about him she goes well i am marrying a doctor well I, okay look it's setting up sophia because she said i'm marrying a doctor named dennis um and but she- i think you're ignoring the time period that it is because they actually this actually happens a couple of other times like when when uh blanche's niece comes to visit and she meets a doctor and blanche is like oh my god she met a doctor yeah i just think at that time doctors were the big i mean try and think of other careers in the 80s that were really money makers uh, rubik's cube champion okay See, we're taking this serious <laughs> video Pac-Man game man player pac man yeah pac-man champion player uh, Atari designers. Oh, 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 oh. Mr. Max, Hazimoto. Max Headroom. Have you played Max Headroom? <laughs> um, people who went around with like a touring um, um, He Man display. 
Starlight Express cast member. Mm-hmm. Starlight Express cast member going around on roller skates. <laughs> you know. Anyway, but that's but I think you'll actually see that a couple times. How somebody who's a doctor is a prize thing. I still think it is now, to be honest. It's funny then that if that's the kind of great thing about it, that the, like a record would scratch when they found out that he was a podiatrist and not like it a, essentially did. Yeah, <laughs> on their faces. I mean, podiatrist makes money. Yeah, right? still a Same medical doctor. A, yeah, but they're thinking a surgeon. And let's be honest: if somebody told you I'm a doctor, and you're like, "Oh, really? What do you do?" and they said, "Oh, I'm a proctologist," <laughs> like you're like, Ooh. like the same way we think when somebody goes, "I'm a gynecologist." Mm-hmm. Guess, the record yeah. still scratches, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever met Doctor Scholes? Oh yeah, that's <laughs> one of the lines on there. Yeah, see, that's it's a, really, a rose joke. Yeah, it's a rose joke. Um, they oh. even later, mm-hmm. af- like in in that same kind of um, moment, Fia mm-hmm. um, said something like she supports it because maybe one of your children will grow up to be a real doctor. Right. Like she's she lays it on. It's like a chiropractor. Yeah, but um, wait, is is but what is? Cause I, is it, 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 see, it's funny you say that. Is there because there's podiatrist and then there's the one? Because I feel like there's one that isn't like a real, like you know, like you know, like an optometrist and then an ophthalmologist. Yeah, a podiatrist one? is an MD. It's oh, okay. just their specialty is there. Okay, now, they write a prescription. Yeah, can yes. they write a prescription for like uh... asking for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> now the other thing too, I thought was really odd. And so there's a conversation where so the daughter tells Dorothy like hey okay so Dorothy says I've always wanted to have a wedding for you it's been my dream to have a wedding for you because okay. I fixed your overbite yeah because yeah since so she fixed her overbite which is another that's a weird statement to make right <laughs> and then so she's then she then and then they the fact that she, the daughter wants Stan to be invited first of all Dorothy's really weirded out by that like why wouldn't she invite her dad. Right. Well, as somebody who comes from a divorced family, I'm going to tell you two different quick stories. Oh, Number right. one, me personally, mm-hmm. uh, my parents got divorced when I was in like first grade, but it wasn't till my college, I'm sorry, high school graduation that I felt comfortable having them both together and both sides of the family together that I knew nothing weird was going to happen. So I think that's a very honest thing. My mother went through this because her father, she was, her father um, and mother divorced when she was younger, and that mm-hmm. same this same discussion happened for walking down her down the aisle. Mm-hmm. This exact same thing. So I think it's a very relatable, real thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's the thing. So anyway, we're getting through that. It, but but the thing is, Dorothy is saying if Dorothy doesn't want to be around Stan, then just be like, okay, well, we'll you know have fun in the Bahamas. But she, it, it, it's kind of selfish to be like, I'm gonna have a wedding for you, but your dad can't come. But anyway, we get past that. And the person she never gets, said that she actually said, okay, sure. He's your father. Of course. Yeah, she eventually, she's, she relent. Have, she's doing what every good parent does is you suck through it, even though you don't, because you're trying to make your child happy. Okay. You're right. Okay. But then she relents, but then she says, okay, I'll call my dad and tell him, but then she makes, why does Dorothy have to invite him? Why doesn't she just say, Hey, mom's doing this. And, because I think it's approved to dad that it's okay that that mom is okay with you being here. Stop making good points. None of, none of that seems peculiar to me at all. <laughs> I guess I just yeah, don't come from it, divorced I, parents. Well, you come from one parent runs the show in your house. Well, I read it more like it's just it. This is a play, right? So Kate has to get off stage to make a quick 
change or something. Yeah. So Dorothy's doing the talk because it doesn't matter who does the talk. Sure, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's illogical. The stuff that I think is illogical mm-hmm. is after she decides to do the wedding and she goes, oh, I've always wanted to walk down the aisle in a white dress. And then she comes out in this perfectly fitted white wedding gown tailored yeah. to perfection yeah. within 24 to 48 hours. That's what I'm willing to hop on. Well, that's the other thing too is that there's always this like um thing with the Golden Girls that they don't this often happens with 80 sitcoms where they don't want to leave the set. So there's like so many weddings that take place in that house. <laughs> right, this is our second. Yeah. yeah. And like and then like cuz there's there cuz there yeah, in in two episodes this is the second one. And then oh, it's also, funny because when I saw the direct decorations, like, oh, they just had those. <laughs> oh, I know they. Just, I know, it's, and then and it's and then also, you know, I don't think that this gets. Well, we'll get there when we get there. Okay, uh-huh. moving on. Uh, I said after thirty-eight years of marriage. Okay, Bobby Blue. Oh yeah, then Dorothy says she wanted to kill Stan, and then it's treated as almost like Blanche and Rose go like, wait, I think she really wants to kill Stan. What? There was a lot of that. That was like not until I taste his blood. <laughs> You know, like all kinds of like really dark jokes that are. You're not or, from divorced parents. I mean, so. Okay, well, boo, boo hooker, boo, boo hooker, boo hooker. Um, what? So tell us what 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 your parents were not getting along for a while. There was some ugliness, but here, I mean, here's the thing you have to understand. Yeah. And and I think the thing is they didn't just throw this stuff in. Mm-hmm. They backed it up with with the text. And with the text, she said, "We were married for 38 years, and then one day somebody, without even knowing." Stan didn't move out, anything like that. Without even knowing, somebody called her and said, your husband has filed for a divorce. He didn't even have the guts to do it. Mm-hmm. And then he remarries somebody else after 38 years. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of anger and resentment because it's unclosed wounds. Mm-hmm. And she's and I get that. And if you later in episodes, you find out how much they struggled to make ends meet and how much they, you know, just they didn't know how they were going to do so, but they got through it. And then somebody breaks up with you and doesn't even tell you. It's like it's today's modern equivalence of breaking up on a text, I guess. But now, Joey, you and Kevin, Kevin is Joey's significant other. You guys aren't married, though, correct? Maybe. <gasps> oh, but you wait. did give him your your thighs. <laughs> I gave him the best years of my thighs. I did. Yeah. did but, but you guys aren't married. But I'm not bringing it up to make a point. I'm just saying, how long have you been with Kevin? Um, oh, my God. Uh, two thousand five. Mm-hmm. So fifteen. So three, years. fifteen years. So imagine, like two, like two and a half times that these people were together. And oh, yeah. they, they did. They grew up together. They 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 grew up together. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, but they were together for thirty eight years. Mike, how old are you? Thirty-nine. Yeah, but just you just turned thirty-nine. Like for almost as long as you were alive, it's how long they were together, and I, I could see how that would be. But I would. My think grandmother would... and grandfather got together at fifteen. Okay? okay, at fifteen, when they were thirty, he left her for her best friend and never turned back. So I understand that anger. I grew up knowing that anger in somebody who was not even angry about her. She always said she wasn't angry about him leaving her. Mm-hmm. She was angry about him leaving his kids. Mm-hmm. So I understand. And, and to this day, I believe that he was the love of her life. Mm-hmm. Um, so I get this very real. Well, Did in make fairness jokes about tasting each other's blood out of hate and anger. There was a point at the wedding that there's our wedding pictures where you see like she's about to reach out and strangle him. 
Did anyone call so, the police? Yes. Huh? Did anyone call the police? Mike, by the way, Mike, Mike, every picture Mike has is like that, but um, it's called evidence. But um, did anyone, any, I'm done with that joke. Okay. So, um, yeah, it must have been devastating. But, but in fairness to Stan, I mean, the kids were grown up by the time he left her. But, well, how old were they? How, well, how long ago has she left? At this point, how long ago did they say? They haven't really been very clear about how no, long No, they did been. say how long ago it was, because he's been married to Chrissy. So I think it's been something like two years or three years. Okay. And what but so, so what I'm saying is, is those kids are pretty young. When you track their age, track her, and mind you, Michael wasn't there, who's her son, but when you track these kids' ages, mm-hmm. she's probably in her early 20s. So they weren't, they, they were probably teenagers or in college. But the the you know what's so funny when I was watching this and she said thirty eight years of marriage I assumed about two or three years, and it was like oh they got married in the mid forties because the show yep. I will say despite the the clothing and every and the the way the show looks it it ages well so it's hard to think of that three of these four women are dead, and yep. that the one who's alive is pushing a hundred, and right. that it made since they got married in the forties, and that just seems so odd to me. You know, like oh my god, that they that that was been that was their time. They got married in yep. the forties. Um, yeah, very very bizarre. I think right. it's interesting. Yeah. It's the first time we've seen Stan, and the first time we've seen the joke. Hi, it's me, Stan, and the slam in the face. Was that the only time they ever did it? No, oh. it's the first time we introduced oh, it. Is that recurring? I don't. I don't remember that. He always says, "Hi, it's me, Stan." Well, that might be. Oh, it, I but thought, like, but yeah. the door slam happens more than once. I promise. Oh, oh really? Oh, cool. Yeah. Right. He that's a tricky character though because he, like he's the boob and they want him to be the he has we want him to come back but he also has to kind of be awful too so right this will be fun to watch I know people in the chat are saying that they don't really they find him interesting um, who's Dan he's not yeah he's not super lovable he is not lovable I think he becomes lovable in the end uh, towards the end of the series especially the last episode to be quite honest with you. Yeah, um, I remember. I mean, I remember watching it, mm-hmm. but I don't remember kind of what happened. So I'm looking forward to yeah. going through these. Yeah, I, the one note that I put on twice is Blanche is back, and it's Blanche when she's talking about the men with the sweaty shirts. And then is that this episode? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, the way, yeah, sweaty the shirts mm-hmm. when her and Rose are walking out, and then Blanche talking about the Cabana boy. So I was like, yep, Bla- yeah, Blanche is back. Yeah, well, back. She just got here. Blanche is here. Blanche yeah. is our well, the Blanche that we know is back. Yeah. Blanche has arrived, right? Blanche. There you go. That's it. Blanche, Blanche has arrived. arrived. All right. During the now, there's a whole bunch of this summary here. I, I took this FYI. I took the summary right off the Golden Girls wiki. But why are you holding up to us? We can't see because it because I want you to see it. I want you to guys to, to recognize this. Anyway, um, but they skip a whole bunch. It's not because maybe it's not important to the plot, but it's during the reception. There's a lot of banter. One thing that I want to talk about is. I, I mean, I remember the scene where Rose comes in and she's I, I need to talk to you guys. It's very important. And then she says, cheese puffs. Yes. Sophia has been eating all the cheese balls, right? Cold cream. Yeah. But and then. But did they ever say Rose made them? And then that, that seems to be established in the wedding because no one likes them. Rose did make them. Yeah, she was. She said she's been making them all afternoon and she oh. made 26. And then Sophia comes out like eating them and saying 24. Oh, uh, yeah. OK. That makes sense. 
Uh, any other moments during the reception before Rose, before, I'm sorry, before Dorothy goes to the... I said, who the are all these people? <laughs> who are all these people? Yeah, all these people we've never heard of. And they there's a lady the in that ill-fitting dress. Yeah. And, then, then and we'll never see them again. Never see yeah. them again. They've been invited to this wedding. Uh, and they just all talk among themselves. Right. Um, there was a weird moment mm-hmm. where I don't think this was a thing in the 80s. I think this was just an awkward moment in a sitcom. But correct me if I'm wrong, where Stan is inviting um, Kate to come visit the house in Maui. And he just reaches in his pocket and pulls out photos. And he's like, let me show oh, you yeah. photos of my house in Maui. Yeah. Like, why? See, again, where, that where's his iPhone? Can I tell you what's funny is, is that really feels indicative because that same grandfather I'm talking about who is back in our family, you know, it's 20, 30 years ago back in the family, but he lives in Tennessee. So he will pull out shit like that. Even to this day, he'll go here, look, I'll show you a picture of the house or, Oh, here's our picture from Vegas. Mm-hmm. So it's very funny. Cause he is kind of Stan. In my mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe it's a quirky characteristic of, you know, it's a generation a, or something. Yeah, yeah, it's huh. a generation. Yeah, like, look at these. Fo- and then, it almost seemed like he was trying to show off his wife to Dennis. Like, look at this hot piece of ass that I have. Chrissy. Chrissy. Do uh, we need Chrissy yeah. ever? Yes. Oh, we do? Oh. I think we do. Yeah, yeah, because she calls we- him big, big Stan or big guy. Yeah, we do meet him once. Meet her once before he divorces her and marries somebody else. Hmm, interesting. Huh. Oh, he married somebody? Okay, don't give away. I mean, I, I'm such a casual <laughs> fan of the show that I'm like, what? It's a full episode where Dorothy meets his new wife because she's invited to the wedding. Oh. Okay. All right, yeah. thank you. Spoiler alert. Uh, okay, so then there's the big moment. Another, there's a big, there's a lot of big acting moments here. They, yeah, you, they clearly wanted to submit this for the Emmy. Then there's a Dorothy's moment. room is huge. It's gigantic. Uh-huh. It's huge. Yeah, which they don't look that huge from the hallway. Like they, they're all too close together, but that's a whole other topic for the episode. Yeah. But, like, yeah, she's sulking in her room. Sophia comes in, and she gives her a pep talk, right? She's like, what does she say, Joey? It's great Sophia-Dorothy character development. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to remember which which one this is. Uh, this is Shredded not... weed under your dentures. Oh, the shredded weed under the dentures. I always confuse this one with the one when Trudy dies, and she's like, that gives a story about, about the, uh, being a bad host with the cheese. Mm-hmm. When we get there, you'll know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But it's, a, it's, it's this great moment that re-instills the strength in their relationship, and it was a great way for them to develop Estelle Getty's character, because up till now, she's just been a cameo in and out. Um, you know what? Actually, one of the things I just want to interject, which I did a little research because I wanted to see which episodes they were nominated for. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I say that is when you are a lead actor for a show, they have to submit an episode. So, like, you're not just nominated for your work of the whole season. Like, it's not like B. Arthur is Dorothy's born actress, season one of Golden Girls. They actually submit an episode that is what you're nominated for. So you're nominated for that performance. Mm-hmm. We haven't gotten to any of the episodes yet, but the thing I found interesting, which Joe, I don't know if you knew this, that's only for lead actors and actresses, supporting actors and actresses are nominated for the season. Did you know that? No, I thought it was fascinating because, because this first year, the first Emmy for the show is won by, uh, uh, by Betty White and the supporting actress is won by Estelle Getty. And Estelle Getty's, it's just for portraying Sophia Pistrillo 
in in uh, Golden Girls. It's not for a specific episode. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that was very interesting. But when we get to those episodes, I will point out which episodes won. And by the way, this first season actually won Outstanding Comedy Series. Oh, wow. Oh. Yeah. With I'm, that's very interesting to me, and I'm curious to hear about that when we see them. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, Sorry, I just it was no. just something I thought about because that kind of scene, that setup to me, I was like, that's a strong setup. That's one of those moments that's a strong setup for like a contender. Uh, yeah. So then there's the re- there's the rest of the reception. She Dorothy goes out there, brave, puts on a brave face, and then when the reception is over, we've already joked about it. Like when the when the bride and groom are leaving, Dorothy literally says, "Get out!" <laughs> yeah. All right, everybody, get out. Yeah, and then um. And there's like there's no real goodbye like thank you mom or thank you it's just like, oh yeah there is there yes is. they hug and she says don't be his slave be his oh, friend yes you're be right, his you're lover right. and Dennis if you do anything to her I'll kill you yeah they yeah, they yeah, do yeah. have the big goodbye moment okay you're right you're right I love that they had plastic champagne glasses though <laughs> it seemed like a really chintzy cheapy wedding well it was done in 24 hours we spent all the money on the dress yeah that was a ready you're right perfectly fitted for her. And she was like, let's put out Blanche. Rose, let's put all this stuff in a box. I'm sure we'll have another wedding. <laughs> yeah. So uh, then uh, Stan stays behind. Then Dorothy asks him to go out on the lanai. She Which gives... is in the right spot. The lanai is in the right spot. Their lanai is in the right spot. And there's water behind them. Still, but that may change. I think that changes. Because the wall gets higher. You get higher. And then so then she has the big speech. What do you think of this big speech, Boo Hecker? I think it's brilliant. I think it's, again, it feels more like a mod speech, mm-hmm. but it's such a, I think it's a well-written, I think it's just well-written. Again, it's more character development, but we find out more who Dorothy is and why Dorothy is tough and why Dorothy is hard. And But we also see a sensitive side to Dorothy. Mm-hmm. I'm looking I at think Mike. monologues like this make, a. this is proof that this is a good sitcom because it's like a bunch of stupid jokes about how she's going to kill him. And, you know, I mean, like just jokes that are not believable and like probably wouldn't even fly in real life. She did not safely walk out that door with that knife. I will tell you that when she just pushed open the door and walked with it still forward. Mm -hmm. I thought that could have been bad. (laughs) It's all of it is just kind of like um, joke, joke, joke. Mm -hmm. And then with a like like this, you realize, oh, I've been watching like the real story kind of like develop and take place. And Mm -hmm. I think that's, this is just good to come right with this this monologue and the closure of the episode. It backed up everything. Yeah. It's a, it's a great first. It's a great, it's just, it is. You're right. It's backing up everything. The little holes that they had from the pilot episode, they get to fill them in. We get to meet Stan. Great casting on Stan, by the way, he's just such a Stan. It's so weird. Like the the cast, good. A, he's a good actor. Yeah, he is a good actor. Um, it's also weird. I always get, was when I was doing a, a recent casual run. I was like, work, look up every actor, and again, I forget that they're old then, and so they're all dead. It's just so oh, weird. he's dead too. Yeah, yeah, they're all dead. Uh, now, if you notice, we're going to be on a cycle now where the shows usually go in the order: a Dorothy show, a a, a Rose show, a Blanche show, and then sometimes it's either a mixed media one, and then it goes back in that cycle again. So if you start following them, and actually the mixed media ones might not come out to a second season or third season, but they will go because they considered each of them the lead actress. Mm-hmm. So there's always a, a main story that, that will go in each of them, usually in that order. That. Okay, so the, we yeah, have the, first episode, the first episode was a Blanche show. 
Well, the first episode was a pilot. Okay, but, it, but Blanche but, but, is the, the main. Pi- yeah. yeah. Okay. Then there's so, Dorothy. This is a Dorothy. Okay. The next episode we know is a Rose episode. What's the one after that? I don't remember because I don't remember what four is. Uh, I will tell you. But it, but start watching them. You'll notice that they are a center. It's at least first season. They're really built that way. Mm-hmm. It's a Blanche episode. Is it another? Yeah. So that makes it's sense. Tran- the transplant one. Oh, okay. yeah. That-, that makes sense. Oh, and then it's a doctor who there's a triangle. A doctor who Dorothy dates makes a pass at Blanche. Oh. Yeah. The triangle. It's called the triangle. Yeah. Is the one that B is uh, that B is nominated for. For the, the that season, oh, well, well. that one was also nominated for like best writing or something. Oh, interesting. Uh, okay, so then and then he leaves, and then they end with that joke. I mean, that's pretty. There's not really much. The, the episode. It's so funny because the pilot, because it is a ply, pilot, is so much more plotty. You know? Yes, this is just a functional episode. Yeah, it's, it's enjoyable. It's functional, and it's a lot they of jokes. It. It's, a, it's more jokes than plot. There's not much happens in the plot, but but it's not quick jokes like the like the pilot where the pilot was boom 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 boom. Mm-hmm. This one, the, the jokes are there, but it's it's they still tell the story, but it's not a it's not a it's not a deep story. I guess yeah. that's the point. All right, so I have a little bit of trivia, Joey, from the wiki. Ooh. Interesting. Well, you already said this. The, the first appearance of Dorothy's ex-husband, Stanley Zbornak. Right. But also, Dorothy's children, it says here, Kate and Michael are seen several times throughout the run of the show, yet they are never seen together, and neither right. one ever speaks of the other. Oh, interesting. Um, Never speaks of the other. Mm-hmm. Well, let's see. I thought Michael mentions Kate, but I could be wrong. We'll see. Then and this is something I asked about, and the wiki seems to do this. So we're going to go back because there, there were things we missed on the previous episode. Okay, the, sure, sure. The shot of Dorothy squeezing Blanche's hand so hard she falls to the ground, which happens because there's a point everyone should know where Blanche says it was a trick she learned at her sorority. Yeah, when, yeah. that's in the first. That's yeah. in episode two, though. Yeah, this is episode two. This is in episode two now. Yeah, yeah. Which is that makes it into the intro. And also, also Dorothy telling Sophia that she was a good mother, that's also used in the open. Yeah, that last handshake thing yeah. in, on the bed. Yes. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. So let me ask you a question, Joe, because yeah. you probably know the answer to this. When you shoot a sitcom like that, a 20-plus episode sitcom, mm-hmm. do they shoot them all together or are they shot through through a time period? How does sitcom recording work? How Those, the three camera, it it's, it's like having a job. It's like it's very, very, very regimented. So like typically they usually have like maybe Monday or Tuesday. John Paul could really say talk about this. Like, but like having a job. Yeah, it, no, it is, but it is very nine to. Well, what I mean is not like a movie where there's all kinds of hours. It's very nine to five kind of thing. No, but I mean, how long would it have taken to shoot that twenty? I'd say it's twenty one shows. I don't remember what the first season is, but how long would they've taken to shot that twenty one season? Do they shoot it over time? Yeah, or is it like once a week? Done in three months? No, they do it once a week. They do it once a week, so like mo- like the read through on like Monday or Tuesday. They do some rehearsing, they do some blocking, and then on Friday they shoot it. Okay. So like from July to a- April, they're shooting, mm-hmm. or, or I'm sorry, from September to April. Yeah, they with some they shoot the whole season. Yeah, with some breaks here and there. But like, oh, see, I I didn't know if they sh- I I didn't know if they shot it all over a three month period or mm-hmm. a four month period. I thought they had them all in the can before no. they start the season. No, 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 no. They shoot okay. about a couple months ahead, and then to actually shoot it. Oh my god! If you've never been, there's, have you, Mike? Have you ever been to like a sitcom taping? Yeah, I went to an episode of the Norm Show. Okay, the Norm McDonald. Yeah, it was really long. Yeah, it's like four really to long. six hours. Really long. 
when I've done it. when I've done film because I haven't done television stuff uh-huh. like that, but when I've done like and except for live stuff. But when I've just f- done film, I find it as as a stage actor who you like you're playing off of the people around you and you're also in the moment. It's so weird doing film because it's hurry up and wait, and you have no feedback from anybody because it's just silence. Mm-hmm. It's such a different world. I I, I can't even imagine. So from the pilot, the only thing that we missed was, this is kind of interesting, because it's called The Pilot from what I've seen, but for an unknown reason, the episode is titled The Pilot instead of The Engagement on the complete first season DVD set. So I guess it's also known as The Engagement for episode. Right, right. It's called The Engagement. Then, uh, we also know about the house layout being different, but then, remember I've t- I asked about this last time, so here's what makes it into the opening. The shots <laughs> of the group hug. Right. Dorothy throwing Rose into the bathroom. In the and closet, yeah. Yeah, and the girls vowing to stay together, and a close-up of Dorothy and Blanche are used in the opening. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they're also used, isn't the, the opening, each of, each of their individual cameo shots are also from the pilot. I, they're just Blanche, saying, they're just saying, Blanche's is for sure. Blanche, no, the one, the cucumbers. I the, know. No, no, no. The ones that they put their name, Blanche has the fur on it that yeah, time. Yeah, that, that, that's from the first episode, but maybe Blanche, Rose's yeah. isn't. Uh, we'll see. Uh, I'm not sure. I'll double check. There's a scene where Blanche has cucumbers in her hands that she puts on her eyes mm-hmm. as she's walking out the door, and I know that's With in the, the fur on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she has a fur on. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's taking it's from the pilot. And then I was listening to the episode of Boo Hecker, and I realized I misunderstood something you said when you were talking about my. So I want to do a little correction here. When you were saying, do they do that? Do they still do that thing when they announce the shows? And I thought the you previews. were talking. Yeah, I thought you were talking about those season previews. What you were talking about, and they still do them. Not going to do them this which year. they used to do for not not live on TV. They would do them for the for the. Yeah, you're talking about for the advertisers, and that's called an upfront. Yeah. They could up yeah, front. They yeah, do yeah, them in New York. They do them in New York City, and they're usually in early May. Got um, it. I wouldn't be surprised if this year it's virtual. In fact, it probably will be. But um, but yeah. So that's what, so everyone should know. There's something called the upfront, and the advertisers yes, all show up to New, yeah, yeah. They show up to New York City, and the networks wine and dine them, and they each get like a day. I don't. There's an order. I don't even know how to understand the order, but like one day is CBS, and one day is ABC, and one day is NBC, and one day is and Fox. they just send a handful of stars, like yeah, half and, a dozen, that introduce it. And there's a big show, and the CEO comes out, or the head of the network, and all the stars come out. Jimmy Kim comes out and like you know roast him and it's like a whole right, show right. that they put on and they go these are the shows we're going to have we're going to have in the fall and then that way the advertisers know what's coming they can use that to buy the ads that they're going to buy it's like at a theater when you sell season tickets and you invite your your subscribers to see what's upcoming mm-hmm. i'm assuming your theater does that too we, yeah yeah, when like? they come in and they just say, here's what's coming up. And then, like, here's the girl who plays the understudy of the understudy of Kim and Miss Saigon. And she comes and sings, you know. Oh, Mike, does that really happen? <laughs> yeah, Sting, we had Sting at ours this year. Oh, wow. Interesting. The year before, we had um, Sarah Bareilles and the people who put who did waitress where you are is much easier too probably like i'm in buffalo so but yeah. we've had we've had some like broadway people come in but usually it's like understudies or stuff like that because the shows are running on broadway and they come to different theaters and they do a song or let something ask, just to give you a little sneak peek let me ask you a question Brooke, and i want you to be honest i know you have yes. connections here has betsy carmichael ever been asked to do this do what one of these shows that you're talking about I've done them. Like a theater announcement. Yeah. She's done them because... Wait, have you the, done them or has she done them? 
So the theater that Mike, like Mike, when you think of our theater, it's a big tour house, but we, I don't know if, if yours has this also, we also have a black box, 235 seater. Mm-hmm. And that's the one where you don't, uh, you do. That's the one yeah. we have one also. And we also have another Lort theater that was purchased. That's a 650 seat theater. So we have three theaters. So when we do those, the different theaters that are doing stuff, do presentations and, my Betsy show has been in that 235 seater. This is our fourth year that we've been brought back. Now, do you want to talk about that right now, Boo Hecker? Because Boo Hecker knows this woman. Her name is Betsy oh. Carmichael. And she is, uh, how would you describe her, Boo Hecker? I've never met her. Yes, you have. <laughs> you have bingo numbers. Have. Yep. So it's a bingo show um, that there's now three versions, and I'm working on a fourth that I, I created a character and I wrote it with somebody and Betsy Carmichael's the star of it. And it's tours around and, and there's diff, there's a Christmas version and now there's a Hawaiian version mm-hmm. and it's an interactive bingo show. So if you ever seen something like um, Dixie's Tupperware party or the Calamari sisters mm-hmm. or something like that, when audiences come, they come and they play bingo. And, but it's more than that. It's there's other games and stuff where they come on stage and mm-hmm. it's stories and, it's it's a lot of fun. I enjoy it. Now, what? Because I've heard this Betsy is a real diva problem bitch. What do you? What she's actually there? not. Oh, she's not. No, she actually handles things better than most people. Oh, really? Yes. Mm-hmm. I have a sensitive question, and I don't know if you know the answer. Yeah. Like sometimes I see her, and I think like she's on the older side. Yeah. But then sometimes point. I think, well, maybe she's like. Early forties. So yeah. You know what, Lawson? Lawson, you're right. She's supposed to be an octogenarian. Oh, really? Okay. She's supposed to be like you know, late seventies, early eighties. Yeah, it's so funny you okay. say that, Lawson, because I've seen her sometimes. And I go like, she looks like uh, she's like she stays out of the sun. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Look, she doesn't always look great. I'll tell you. That's, that's not very nice. I hope she doesn't hear this. Mm-hmm. Now, wrap it up. Is. <laughs> All right, I, so so we, I've done the corrections about episode one. And we've talked about it. anything. Final thoughts on this episode, uh, Joey Boohecker? Because you were no. You were I want to know if the chat room has any thoughts or any questions. Or well, are we Lawson, not with Lawson them? is reading that. Lawson, were there any questions that you thought were interesting enough to bring up? No, the chat room's kind of quiet right now. There are some people there, but it's not. They said, "Hang it up, <laughs> hang it up." Yeah, well. A long day of podcasting. Okay, well, let's call it a day there. We will see you uh, next time uh, here on Shady Pines. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, But I just want to say to the both of you. Shady Pines. Thank you for being a friend. (laughs) Wait. Wait, I played the wrong thing. That's uh, the ending. What'd no, you no, I need. No, it's not the. It's not. I have an actual recorded ending. Where is it at? Oh God! Oh, here it is. Okay, I gotta. This, this is called Joe Batanz does not know how to uh, label things. Oh. Okay, there we go. Now Joe has to. Joe Batanz has to do a little bit of editing. Okay, here we go. Thank you for listening to Shady Pine, the limited series from Afterthought Media. You can find Mike Lawson on Instagram at Mr. Mike Lawson. That's M-R-M-I-K-E-L-A-W-S-O-N. You can find Joey Boohacker on Facebook. Uh, that's Joey. 
and last name B-U-C-H-E-K-E-R. And you can find Joe Batanz on Instagram at Joe Batanz. It's J-O-E-B-E-T-A-N-C-E. Shady Pines is an Afterthought Media podcast.